Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. A little bit tired here this morning. I actually stayed up a little bit last night, not to watch the whole thing, but watched. I don't watch the NBA a lot, but I watched Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, uh... Put on a show. Quite the exciting player to watch, if you ask me. Plays basketball the way it was meant to be played, and just exciting. Just enjoyed. It's an, it's a uh, lot of fun for me to check out. Good to be here. Email again, com, Facebook, YouTube. Nope, we're not on YouTube. Forgot about that. Still in YouTube timeout because we ask questions about the election. Um, Ask questions that every American, I think, should be asking. But we're on Facebook for the time being and Twitter. So good to be here. Thanks for joining us. Fauci's emails. I didn't talk about this yesterday. I didn't feel like, you know, it had just kind of broken uh, recently through a freedom of information request. And um, candidly, there's a lot, right? There's a lot to go through with those 3,200 Pages or 32, I think it's 3,200 pages. It could be 3,200 emails. And, you know, in a lot of ways, I feel like um, we don't, it's not revealed a whole lot more than what we already knew, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's stunning to see it in writing in, in one sense, but in another sense, it's totally, again, what we've, what well, we've already known that, for example, one of the emails talks about the ineffectiveness, ineffectiveness, make sure that's it's not effectiveness, the ineffectiveness of the mask unless you are the person who is infected. But we knew that. Fauci told us this. Remember, you, we went through this. We went through this from the beginning with you, and you know this as well. Fauci um, masks were widely mocked at the beginning um people were panicking and people were panicking because of what we were told see that to me to me the hysteria and like look you got to be careful on this stuff because i'm not saying that covid19 did not um did not give people any reason to have fear that's not what i'm saying but pure pure panic is what uh, was allowed to happen here. And a lot of the panic can be traced back to Dr. Fauci. Again, I feel like in one sense, the emails are th- they're a new revelation to us. But in another sense, it's exactly what we knew from the beginning If for those who paid attention. I guess in that sense, I'm not really overly um, – <laughs> there's nothing overly – uh, damaging or damning that's that's new it's all been there 
it's all been there to see. Now, there's some other emails in there um, from a, a some back and forth between a doctor who has connections to the Wuhan lab thanking Fauci for, quote, putting – how did he say it? Putting the um, rumors to rest about this virus being cooked up in the lab itself – Although that doesn't appear to be the entire story, because if you look at other emails Fauci was getting, and I try to be fair about this, I can't imagine the volume of emails and information this guy is getting. It was it's it's a new virus. I want to be I really do. I want to be fair here. I'm just not. Some people again in the world of politics today, it is so it is just so charged, right? I mean. Whatever people's opinion of Dr. Fauci was yesterday or the day before, before these emails were released, I'm guessing is largely the same because there's people who defend the Fauci email saying, well, you know, he's he, what he's told us in public is the same thing he's saying in the emails. And to some degree, I would say that that's, that that's true. The problem is, is that there have been so many, uh, I don't want to say, cover-ups that's a little harsh on some of these things but there's definitely been some favorable treatment in the media to protect Fauci from actually having to deal with the consequences of the things that he's been out there saying again the mask thing is one of them Fauci was all over the place I remember saying months ago why any person would legitimately listen to Dr. Fauci and what he said what he's been saying is is beyond my ability to well, on the one hand, I totally understand because that's the face people put out there. The government is our savior. That's the guy leading the charge. He's the one that has all the money and resources and and information. And so they just blindly listen. But in, in another sense, in another sense altogether, um, the hypocrisy, the the changing of what was said along the way – the questionable connections, right? These emails that were some back and forth emails he had with folks about um, whether or not this virus was created in a lab. Remember, we were told that was, I mean, that, that stuff was blocked on social media, folks. You got put in Facebook timeout or whatever for for sharing information that said that this virus may have come from a lab in in china whoa that's a hate crime because you're causing anti or anti-asian hate crimes to be perpetrated because you're saying that it came from a lab and that it came from the chinese who are asian so then by extension as some uh, if, if there's an asian american here um you are causing people to hate them and we've gotten so crazy here with not even being able to to speak to speak the truth on or, or raise valid questions. We weren't allowed to do any of that. And I will say that this is the same stinking thing that we see happening with election integrity and all of these things happening with recounts. You're not allowed to ask any questions. It's the same stinking thing. And you wonder, you wonder where are these emails about election integrity that are going to be released well, maybe they'll never be released, but, but maybe, who knows, maybe there's the smoking gun, there's back and forth between uh, other, you know, uh, 
people in in the election that maybe reference some of these things that give them more these accusations or these questions more credibility than we're allowed to than they're allowed to have today because we're not allowed to talk about them. We weren't allowed to question Fauci. We weren't allowed to question masks. We were told to follow the science. We were told if we have any questions about this, we are endangering the lives of Americans. How dare we fall in line, get the vaccine, shut up, wear your mask, stay six feet apart, shut your business down, do what the government tells you. They're going to send you a check. Just shut up already. Government knows best. See, to me, when I look at these emails and I look at what we did through this COVID mess as we're trying to get back, and again, this is we're nowhere near the end of this, not, not from the spread of the disease per se. And yes, there are still reported cases, which I know people have all sorts of opinions on, on, that, on that as well with these PCR tests, what's it really detect? I mean, there's all valid questions, right? Valid questions. You're not allowed to ask them. But the ramifications of what the government has done from COVID-19 are going to last for a long, long time. And they are all over the economy for those who pay any attention. It's all over the place from from labor shortages, which have been created by uh, government's response with unemployment and additional benefits to where people don't want to work. And then, of course, we've got Jen Psaki and the Biden administration telling us that those things have nothing to do, <laughs> nothing to do with people's willingness to take jobs. There's so many unfilled jobs. I, I can't even tell you. I'm just one guy who you know, has, has a microphone and a show. The number of people that tell me that they're looking for employee, uh, employees is just mind-boggling. And it's a good thing. It means that we have... In a lot of ways, I, I got to be careful saying turn the corner because God only knows what people like Biden and the Democrats in power are going to do next. But you look at this and you think we have, we've turned the corner in, in, in at least some way here with, with COVID as it, as it pertains to the economy and, and as it pertains to, to public health. I mean, you have blue states now that are you know doing away with many or virtually all of, maybe even all of their um, – requirements or their their restrictions and so forth. We still have a lot of work to do in other areas. But we've we've turned a lot of a lot of these corners and but there are still ramifications to, to come from this because the government has responded in such a crazy, over the top fashion. And again it can be found in labor shortages, it can, it can be found in Supply chain problems, it can be found in shipping problems, and just go on down the list. And these things are going to take a long time to fix. And it reminds me, it reminds me as well of the the Obamacare debate back in whatever it was, 2000 and whatever, 2009, 2010. I remember Rush talking about this. You can't do away with the private sector, the private insurance sector, Say so you, you you can't you know this we're gonna we're gonna uh, federalize or we're gonna nationalize uh, have single payer government's gonna take care of all of our health concerns shut down the private sector shut down the anthems and the other insurance providers and then when that when the government doesn't do what it's supposed to do which it won't because that's what governments do they have a specific role that's why our constitution defines what the the government should be doing but when 
the government fails in healthcare, which it will, the more it's the more it's given sounded like a southern accent out of nowhere, which it will. <laughs> but which it will. It'll fail. It will fail. That's what again government does when it's doing things it shouldn't be doing, which is providing single payer health care to its citizens. And when that happens and there's no private insurance market because it was shut down because of single payer, you can't just flip a switch and suddenly there's Anthem and all these other – I shouldn't just focus on one insurer, but it's the one that comes to mind at at the moment. But they're not there sitting waiting to flip the switch back on and pick up right where things left off when you shut them down. Same is true with the economy. Turns out, who could have predicted this? Wink, wink. Of course, we all knew this. And it all goes back to the conversations. It can be traced back to these conversations that we can now read in the form of emails between Fauci and various other scientists or, you know, figures in government or whatever. And we can see what they were discussing. And we can see, I think, from where I stand, just a lot of validation for the things that we've been warning about or talking about from the beginning. So again, for me, in, in one sense, this is this is nothing new. In another sense, it proves or it validates the questions that we have about about Dr. Fauci, about what was really going on, about whether or not we should have well, we never should have allowed people to not be able to share ask questions or share information from those who thought that the Wuhan lab created to some degree, I don't want to say created from scratch, but through their dealings with coronavirus, uh, maybe through this gain-of-function testing, took a virus and made it more potent or transmissible or whatever, and then it got out of the lab. That stuff's relevant. That stuff's incredibly relevant. And it's only a leftist. It's only a leftist who thinks... If people are allowed to say that, they're spewing anti-Asian hate because the lab would have the, the lab that would have released this would have been uh, managed by Chinese uh, Chinese folks, and they of course are Asian, and so that's a hate crime against Asian Americans, or it's fueling hatred for them. That's only a leftist dreams up stuff like this. Only a leftist. If, if anything, if anything, to me. It goes to show the dangers of some of the dangers, first of all, playing with this stuff. Second of all, of having communists involved in this. You can't trust the darn word that comes out of it. No matter what the race, newsflash to the radical left, no matter what the race, ethnicity of a communist party is, turns out you can't trust a word they tell you. Whether they're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, transgender. You just communism is designed to well to lie to people. It's a broken, immoral, awful worldview. And the only way it works is well, it never works, but the only way that they think that they can get it to start to work is to lie to people. And so these these questions were floating around out there. We have documented evidence from masks and what Fauci really thought about those, which, of course, we knew anyway, to the origins of the virus, to getting thanked by scientists at the Wuhan lab for really 
not letting that rumor gain any traction. The whole thing about partnerships and funding, the U.S. funding this lab, and it's this goes. The problems here are deep. But again, in another sense, the problems here are everything we knew at the beginning, with some exceptions. And I'm not saying that. There's nothing here. I'm just saying that this is further evidence of what we've been talking about all along. And I think we should take what we've learned from this. The people who were COVID, when I say skeptics, I don't mean skeptical that there was a COVID. I just mean skeptical of the things we were told or the thing, you know, having our own way of thinking or just free thinkers raising questions. That stuff should be encouraged because turns out people in that camp are becoming more and more right as time goes along, each and every day. For those of you out there that had questions about Fauci and the origins of this virus or whatever else, whether or not you can have immunity, right? That's another thing, immunity. If you have the disease, there's research now that says surprisingly, shockingly, if you've had COVID-19, immunity from it lasts Years now, there's research that says that following the science here on the Todd Huff Show, you were told you weren't allowed to say that. You were putting lives at risk. I know of a doctor, I won't say anybody's name here, who said either we were lied to about COVID-19 or everything he learned in medical school was wrong because what we were told about gaining immunity and all this stuff, all that stuff thrown out the window. COVID-19, you can't talk about it. Be de-platformed if you were. Meanwhile, we've got these emails and these conversations going on behind the scenes that seem to echo the concerns of these folks, but they weren't allowed to speak. And I think, again, and we're going to talk about this, but we should take the lessons that we learned from this, that these emails have helped expose, and apply them to other things like, for example, the insurrection. The insurrection on election integrity. I got to take a break. Long in this segment. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Program brought to you in part by Smalling Masonry. As I've shared on here before, Smalling Masonry. The good folks there, Gary, in fact, Gary Smalling himself, came and cleaned our chimney and helped us learn how to better use our older model wood-burning stove. Turns out we didn't exactly know how to use it. We knew how to use a stove. It's just we didn't realize it was a certain type, and Gary explained it to my wife, and it really made a tremendous difference. In fact... I don't like thinking about winter weather, especially here as we approach summer. But I just remember the feeling of the warmth whenever whenever I came in from the cold when that fireplace was clicking on all cylinders. And it was a very comfortable feeling, and Gary helped us do that. I don't think we wouldn't have known that on our on our own. Had something called a catalyst, I think. I don't know. It's, it's an older model. But anyway, I know we're in the summertime, but you need to clean your chimneys if you have a chimney before we get into that season and when that time comes consider calling the folks at smalling masonry 317-903-8121 
here in the Indianapolis area or visit them online. It's Beach Grove Masonry, beachgrovemasonry.com, 317-903-8121. Be sure to tell them that the Todd Huff Show sent you. So, oh, I should mention, too, that everything mentioned on this program, the, the advertisers do not necessarily do not necessarily agree with or not taking a political stance. They may or may not agree with the host, though they certainly should agree with the host. Anyhow, so there's another, uh, just I was talking with Oz during the break here. Here's an email. Um, I'm looking at the National Pulse. This email was written by Eric Nielsen. And he's writing Dr. Fauci March 19th of 2020. So this is right pretty much at the beginning of all the COVID shutdowns and all this kind of stuff here in the United States anyway. And it's a long email. Um, in fact, I think I think Fauci, yeah, Fauci wrote too long for me to read in response to this email. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's, it's too long for Fauci to read. It's definitely too long for me to read here on on the program. But this this um, Eric Nielsen wrote and talked about what was happening in China, how he thought China was covering up the data. In fact, he he mentioned something that I think is pertinent to this whole discussion. Just just as a bit of background, and so. Because of some things that I've done, I guess, business-wise in the past, we used to import some electronics um, from from China. I became familiar with some of the uh, things I didn't know about China in the past. And one of those things was the Chinese New Year, which effectively shuts the nation of China down for – I'm going to – this is a ballpark estimate, so – and it, it varies by province and city. It's – crazy sort of thing but for basically three weeks and it typically i think it may always fall but it's they're on a lunar calendar but i, I think it's um pretty much the month of, of february by and large it may sometimes get into the end of january I'd, I'd have to check but it's it's about three weeks give or take two and a half three weeks everything shuts down so the people in China, so this happened. So, say Chinese New Year in 2020. I'd have to look it up, but say it happened sometime around around that time, um, end of January, beginning of February. Sort of, it, it's really the early to late February, I think, is when it was. But so in in China, since they are involved in so much manufacturing, it's interesting. So in in, the, in America cities um, and, and factories usually go to where the people are, right? So if a factory in the United States opens up in, I don't know, if, if a company is trying to find a place to put a factory and you've got all these cities vying for their business because it brings you know jobs to the economy and a tax base and whatever else, they're trying to work out deals, tax abatements, this sort of thing. They go to you know a place that's strategically located for commerce or shipping or airports or whatever they're looking at, taxes. And they go to a place where they know they can find workers too. But in China, these factories are often built 
in at the you know before the factory in what would have been a, a rural place, and then they build it up, and then the people come to work at the factory, and their whole life pretty much revolves around life at that at that factory. And they're not allowed. They're not allowed to leave their province in in most instances, except I think they can only leave it maybe once or twice. There's a limited number of time because, again, they're dealing with the heavy-handed communists. And so they – most people leave to visit their family. Chinese New Year is the time of year when they shut down and they don't work. They see family. They travel. And then that's – that's really all that they often get. It's really it. And I mean, it's, it's, this such a different world and, 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 you know, sad in a lot of, a lot of ways. I don't want to get into all that. I just want to paint the picture here of a factor that may have, have played a role here. It, the, the timing was such that, all the people were moving in China for Chinese New Year, and you think about what that did, because at one point in time it was fairly localized to to Wuhan, right, a, a province in uh, in China, and now you have people who may not have uh, at the time of travel known that they were infected, and then that uh, that that really changed some things. And so this this email, going back to this email. He's talking about this, uh, Mr. Nielsen, telling Fauci, I think the Chinese are basically lying to us. Um, The 5 million people scattered to 13,000 cities in China to visit family and friends for the the Chinese New Year, the Lunar Festival. I've been communicating, he writes, with quite a few people around the world, including an NYU epidemiologist, the name has been redacted. We've both been warning our families to mostly deaf ears at first since January. Basically, he's saying, I think that this was in even even here in the States earlier. He's saying November or December of 2019, China's covering uh, the data. Um, they've been on lockdown more than they're realizing. They're, they're cooking the numbers. They're not being forthright and honest with us. I believe he continues here. Um, many COVID nineteen deaths were incorrectly. I mean, he, he's getting all sorts of information here. He, he just, you know, there, there's at the beginning of this, there was so much information. He thinks some of those deaths were were flu deaths. I know many of you share those same sentiments, right? You've heard people say flu deaths went to zero practically in the U.S. in twenty twenty twenty. How's that possible? I mean, there's. All this stuff was being – the point is it's being exchanged by people with Dr. Fauci, but we weren't allowed to talk about it because Dr. Fauci apparently was the sole arbiter, the sole decision maker as to what was science and what was not. And if you're out there spewing anti-science, you must be a hayseed hick. You must be a Republican. You're not following the sophistication of the Democrat Party, the the you know the government knows all and knows best and you should just shut up and toe the line that's basically what we were told meanwhile fauci's having all these emails and conversations with folks that reiterate many of the same questions you and i had during this entire epidemic pandemic and i think yes 
Oz is correct. But I think we should learn from this. I know we should learn from this. And we should apply it to other areas of our lives and other areas of what government is telling us, other areas where government is telling us we can't talk about something or what we can say about it, or how government saying if we ask a question about another issue, we are creating mass chaos and we're being anti-science and we're causing, I don't know, revolt and we're causing people to be, their lives to be put in jeopardy, right? This sounds a lot like... To me, folks, a lot like this discussion, debate, fight over election integrity. Does it not you? Not not the details of what the issue is, but just the, the framework that we're operating within. Shut up. Listen to what the experts say. Trust their interpretation of the data. Ask yourself, how many emails are going around about election integrity that we're currently not seeing? How many things have not been released through Freedom of Information requests how many how many are out there i'm not allowed to say this just theoretically hypothetically gotta take a break here continue this discussion when we get back sit tight back in a minute welcome back i will say this i think one of the ways one of the things that we learned from reading these emails and just thinking about the, again, in the context of the larger picture here, which is panic, pandemonium. And there was, un- look, there, and we have to be fair as well to the people in the scientific community. I mean, there's a lot that folks didn't know and understand at first. <laughs> I remember. Oh, I remember reading some stories. I just told my wife this the other day. I don't think she believed me. But I remember distinctively reading a story that was a question, how COVID spread. Did COVID spread through flatulence? I I remember this. I remember reading this. All sorts of stuff. You know, people, we were locked down in our houses. Turns out in in New York, we found that people got the virus more frequently at home than they did in other places. I mean, just, just I understand some of this, right? And maybe even a lot of it. But I tell you what I will never understand is why someone, why we would allow ourselves to be silenced because we have questions. You realize how how offensive that is to free thinking Americans and I know you are a free thinking American. I'm a free-thinking American telling me I can't ask a question about why the government's doing something and by doing so I'm the I'm the one at fault? You freaking kidding me? You, that's not rational. That's not You talk about being outside your lane, outside the role of government. There it is, right there. Don't even question us. You're not allowed. Shut up and Quote, follow the science. Okay, let's follow the science. Where's the science ending up? I'll tell you what, the science is settling a lot more closely to what people that were asking these questions in the beginning, what they believe, than what the government knows all, shut up and let us shut down your life crowd. The science is settling much more closely to what people in that 
the the circle that says I believe in traditional science and the uh, the the way that human bodies develop immunity and all this sort of stuff, how diseases spread, why a piece of cloth would stop a microscopic virus, and now they've changed it to droplets. But Fauci's emails themselves are talking about, he mentions it, he even says what I just said, but we were not allowed to say that. Facebook would have had a fit. What are you talking about? Shut him down, encouraging people not to wear masks. Not at all the point. The point was, the point was to ask questions and to find out what's really, what we really know and what's really best for Americans. And when you shut down an entire side of a discussion and then you accuse them of being whatever terrible names that you want them to be from something as, you know, like anti-science or, you know, wanting to cause the death of Americans or accuse them of being anti-Asian or whatever. You do nothing to further, nothing to further political discourse and getting the truth to getting the truth. And the same thing, I'm encouraging you to think about this way, the same thing that happened with COVID that we're seeing revealed in some respects to this through these emails is the same thing we're being the same framework that we're being told to operate within being forced to operate within when it comes to election integrity swallows out there trying to uh, sue i guess mo brooks mo brooks is now being pegged as being responsible for the insurrection on january 6th anyone who had a political position on January 6th that was you know challenging the electoral votes of states anyone who took those positions is now being held personally responsible for causing a quote insurrection on January 6th at the Capitol Trump Mo Brooks you name it any person any senator any congressman who's actually taken that position is now personally responsible crazy in a crazy sense in a, in a truly crazy sense, again, I've said this before, the left says that no one is responsible for their own actions, of course, unless they're conservative and they're responsible for everything. But in general, no one's responsible for his or her own actions, but we're all responsible collectively for the actions of others. And I think that's worth pointing out. I think that's worth having a discussion about when we talk about the so-called insurrection on January 6th. But again... Our speech is being silenced. The things we're allowed to say and talk about as it pertains to the insurrection and to election integrity from the 2020 election, all these things are being forced into the same framework, the same framework of the experts versus the hill, the hayseed hicks, the folks that want to cause a insurrection. That's how it's being framed. And we should learn and we should see that when the dust settles, guarantee that there's more to the things that have happened, the questions that have been raised with election integrity than they ever want you to know or believe or think. Am I saying it was stolen? I don't misunderstand. I'm simply saying when the dust settles, there's more there there than they ever want you to think. Quick time out back here in just a minute.
Welcome back, my friends. By the way, program brought to you in part by our friends at Killadent Removal. I love the folks. Sit at Killadent's awesome. They took a dent out of my vehicle. They can do the same for you you as well. Paintless dent removal. Killadentremoval.com. That's K-I-L-L-A. Killadentremoval.com. Here in the Indianapolis area, or call them 317-480-9433. Highly recommend them. Great guys, great work. <clears throat> and uh, again, they took care of my uh, Chevy Tahoe. Had a couple of small dents in the side. One of them I will, at one point in my life, uh, tell you how it got there, but I'm not prepared to do, <laughs> do that at the moment. Anyway, um, nothing illegal or anything like that. Just a story that... Something that only happens that only seems to happen to a guy like me. So, in wrapping up here today, I think the takeaway we, we've what we learned about Fauci through these emails is in a lot of to me in a lot of ways nothing new. And I'm not minimizing the emails. I'm simply saying a lot of these things we've known all along. And look, we should continue to pursue the truth and hold people accountable for what's happened. And if that includes firing Fauci, then so be it. Um, and it needs to be discussed. It's, it's inexcusable what happened. But I think there's other lessons as well from this. And the other lessons are this is the, the template. This is the format for how we're forced to deal with other issues. And we should not ever, we should never fall back into this category Again, to where we are pl- forced to play, uh, you know, talking about an issue through this this setup because we cannot win. The other side is silence, and that's not good for democracy. There you go. Quick timeout. Back in a minute. Whatever the issue, and I can't get to some of these other things. Biden out there, I got a soundbite, and I want to play it so bad, but just time doesn't permit us to do so. Biden, Biden actually says says that white and black entrepreneurs are, are the same, which kudos to him for that. But he said black entrepreneurs can't find accountants and lawyers. <laughs> the news flash to me. So offensive. This guy ah, can't get into it. Don't have time. But whatever the issue, folks, whatever is is the issue of the day, whatever is you know the, the next thing that takes control of the narrative here in this country, we cannot allow whether whichever side we're on for the other side to be politically silenced. At least, why would you if you want to pursue truth, right? I just I don't know. I've never been scared of truth. Anyway, gotta go. Out of time. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care. As a listener-